Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. So you know I've been on this pursuit of disrupting my own podcast, trying to second guess who you think I might have on the show and bring people to you with a completely different flavour. So I hope that you think this fits the bill. So you are about to hear an interview with Chris Cyborg. So Chris is a world famous female MMA and UFC fighter. She's been champion so many times in MMA, kickboxing, in the UFC, in Muay Thai. She's one of the best pound-for-pound women fighters in the whole of MMA. She went 13 years without losing a fight before her recent loss to Amanda Nunes. So she talks about dealing with the defeat. Now, I didn't ask her this, but apparently she made half a million dollars from that fight. Now, she is Brazilian and at times she may be difficult to understand. I think I pretty much picked it all up. Um, I found her a really amazing, inspirational person. She talks about how she got into MMA, which was kind of like an accident. She sort of got discovered by someone. She talked about her profession, her faith, her passion and what she's doing beyond her career. I think we covered just about everything you could. So I hope you enjoy this very unique interview with Chris Cyborg. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Chris, thank you for doing the interview today. No problem. Welcome. My pleasure. Um, If you don't mind me going straight in, um, would you mind sharing uh, how you felt when you knew you'd lost for the first time? In a very, very long time. Uh, you know, it's it's always before the fight. When I go to the fight, I, always, I know it's the day, one day you won't lose, one day you, you win. You know, it's it's always I live in God's hands. It's uh, I did all my training. I also, I'm aware, you know, and but I always I pray and live in God's hands. And after the fight, you know, I lost the fight. Uh, I understand, like, uh, I did all the interviews. It's a sport, you know, one day you lost and you win. I know I stayed like 13 years in the field, but because, you know, I keep working hard and because God blessed me, stayed this this long time in a loss. But I know this is one day going to happen. You know, my first fight in MMA, I lost. And I, I keep training, work hard, and I stayed 13 years in the field. But I know it's a sport. You know, one day you win, one day you lost. You know, you need to learn to win and you need to learn to loss. You know, it's, it's a sport. Mm. How do you stay so practical and positive about a loss um in the beginning you know uh two days after of course i was sad a little bit not about lost but about i don't did anything i trained you know uh the plan training what we training i didn't do anything i just go in motion and do anything i trained just because this but not because the loss because i think you cannot change the results but the how i lost i don't did anything i trained you know it's it's, I feel a little bit, but not the loss, because I think everything happened for one reason. And I, 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 I believe you have a lot of things that I'm going to learn from this loss, you know. Mm. 
I think it's fair to say a lot of fighters would take a loss worse than you. They would see they would be much bad, more bad about the loss. Why do you think they take the losses uh, worse than you? Um, you know, it's different uh, different people. You know, than three and then. You know, I'm not getting anger. I, I don't know explain, but you know, after the loss, I was not sad. I was not sad. You know, as I, I don't know, but I I did like this. After you lost one fight, sometimes people can think, ah, maybe because I missed I missed that training, or maybe I didn't did my best. And I felt I did my best. I trained my nine months. I don't break one day. Um, I learned a lot. I go different place for me learn. I don't just stay comfortable. No, I get out of my house. I go a lot of places uh, for learning, getting better, and be ready for my fight. And and just I, I felt that I could just know my day. Mm. You know, a uh, long time in a fight that style. I don't fight that style crazy long time. And I was thinking more, you know, and doing the right thing. And it just happened. I think you know, just getting emotion, just you know, go to the fight. And I just don't feel guilty anything in my mind, you know. I did everything I trained and I did my best I can inside the octagon in the gym. Mm. And it just I felt like it's not my day. And and I know this day you're gonna come back, you know. Sometimes you know it's it can happen. And just 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 different people think different way. Has uh, your first loss in a long time. Would you say it's affected your mindset or your thought process around fighting? Um, yeah, is it, have you, like, I'll give you an example. Um, and this is not in fighting, but when I had children, I'm 40, so I'm, I'm a lot older than you. Uh, and when my kids came along, I started to get a little bit more scared of things because I had something there to lose. So does losing a fight affect your belief and your mentality or you're just able to go straight back into the same mindset? Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, before this fight, I did it like one week before I did my amazing sparring, you know, I did amazing sparring and then I did it great. I was ready and I feel ready, everything. And I think just the moment, you know, uh, I don't think it is delete anything. Like Sammy, I trained nine months for this fight. I learned a lot. I think yeah, I don't lose anything, you know. I invest a lot of time for training and for learn, and for sure, all everything I learned this nine months is still is still with me. Mm. You know, it's still invested for me, and and then don't change my mentally. You know, I just 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 put the fire in my heart. You know, imagine like the 13 years in the pit. It's, it's like it's it's hard. It's a lot of pressure when you go fight, mm. and. After the fight, I feel like he leaves. I cannot, I cannot explain, but you know, it's something happened, you know, but it's, uh, and the always people think I'm a, I'm cyborg, invisible, I'm never gonna lose, I'm the better as a planet. You know, I'm a human being, you know, something can happen, you know, and, and, and just put fire in my heart, continue work hard and do my best I can. Maybe I can stay 13 years in the field again more, you know, and you don't know. My first loss make me stay 13 years in the field. For sure, I, I have something good coming from this loss too. Mm, great, thank you. So, do you remember the exact moment in your life when you first knew you wanted to be a fighter? Uh, before, I always play sports. I'll play handball, like Europe, Europe handball, like it's a team. Mm. And I started practice sport when I'm 12 years old. Um, I, I always look very good. I play soccer, I play basketball, volleyball. 
I do tracking fields when I was kid. I love sport, you know. And then I always pray for God, like God, you know, I I want to live my life be athlete. You know, it doesn't matter what sport I'm gonna do. Because I was very good. Like I felt very blessed what I, I try I do very good. And then and then you know I was in university, I was doing education physician, physician and and the one guy watched me play handball. I was 19 years old, and he told me, I think you can be a great fighter. I think you can be the best in the world. Wow. And I look at him, I look at him, I laugh, because <laughs> I never I never fight before. And and I was uh, in the school, and I always had a problem on the girls fighting. I'm the first person to run. You know, I never want to have a problem. And... And he told me, I think you can be a great fighter. And then I said, cool. And then all the time he see my training and he asked me, you went to the gym? Because he gave him one shooter box card. One shooter box where we can go to the gym, make one train, a watch. And I told him, no, no. And then, and I don't know why, because it put so much pressure. I show up at the gym and then I watched my first training, Muay Thai train. And I did the boxing too. And then... I look first day I watch and another day I show up, I did my first training. And and then nice because I have good cardio and then coordination, but I was doing no fight. And then when people I, I start doing sparring, the people start punching me, I wanna punch back. <laughs> like I'm getting anger, you know, and then I want to get, give back what they give me, but I was not having techniques for this. Mm. But this is show something I show I have a heart. This is you cannot teach anybody. You know, and People, you can teach techniques, but you cannot teach people you when you have getting beat and you want to turn back. You know, this is you cannot teach. And, and okay, I was three months training Muay Thai and I told my coach, Rafael Cordero, I said, oh, you know, I would like to one fight. I want to see how it works. Because I always compete. I love competing. You know, I started competing 12 years old. And he said, Chris, okay, let's see what we're going to do. You need to work a little bit on other things before you can fight. But okay. For me, I was not thinking about anything because I was don't know what's gonna happen. And, and in six months, I did my first fight. I lost that fight because I did one injury in my elbow. But, but after the fight, I said, man, I born for this, you know? <laughs> no have rules, like have rules, but don't have rules. And I can do whatever I want and then don't have red card because in the ball have a red card when you chew violent. <laughs> red card sit down two minutes. And then I said, man, you know, don't have anything like this. I born for this and and nice because I already strong. I already have big, a big body and I already you know because because the, I, I play another sport before. And they said, No, you know, God's work so perfect because I did another sport. We're getting ready for be a fighter because man, I, I just find my sport, you know. And after this day, I start doing, I start training all day. And my mom don't agree, my family don't agree. They say this is no good thing for girls to do. <laughs> and but I know I, I didn't listen that time. Then I was 19 years old. I said no, I want to do my own thing. I was just believe, believe in myself and believe I would like to be the best world. You know, I was having this mentally already. Mm. And I just think, I don't know, if I train, I train all day, learn it, believe, if people are against, no problem, it's going to help me continue my work. I know the day the blessing is going to come. And, and funny because I train a shooter box like it's me and the 40 guys, don't have any girls. And, 
And I just believe it. You see how big now MMA. You know, mm. it's. I feel very happy to be part of this. I'm very happy to help grow the women's MMA. This is very good, very nice. Great, lovely story. Um, there was something I'd like to uh, pick out that you said, and I wonder if this is important. Someone came up to you really before you'd started fighting and said you could be a world champion. So. Was it important to have people that believed in you around you or is it just all come from yourself? Like someone who discovered you building a, a team of people who support you. Is that important? Um, you know, I never have in my mentally be a fighter. You know, I was that time I was on over the Silva, I was on Anderson Silva. And then, then if the gym I started and then, you know, of course, you, you, I think if people see, you think you have talent for something, sometimes you didn't know. You know, I feel like uh, sometimes God sent people for bless your life. Mm. Because if these people don't tell, this guy don't tell me anything for me, I was never thinking I could be a fighter. You know, I, I, had my, I had my butt kicked all the time in the school and the street. I, I was never thinking. I laugh hard when they say, you're going to be a great fighter. And... <laughs> And then, because I, I was never thinking this, you know, I was, I was going to want to be in trouble. But I think like uh, for one reason, you know, it's uh, for one reason, I always got sending somebody for tell you and for help you if you're doing the right, you do it right way, you know, mm. if you're doing the right thing. I think some people come for bless you and then you just have to believe, you know, have people going to be against you. People are going to believe you because make you strong. This is make you strong. And then when you get it, something you have a dream, you're going to be worth, you know, because you did your best you can, you believe. And after that, people going to believe you're going to say, you know, Chris, you're right. You're right. You're nice. And then now oh, it's, it's fun. Mm, great. So how do you have that belief when others don't have it for you? You know, and maybe when you've not got where you want to be yet. So you're almost saying like you've got to have the belief before you have the proof that it happens. How do you have that? You know, I think you do one thing. You one thing you have to believe it like you will work. Like if you work hard, you know, uh, you have to work hard. Anything you're gonna do, you know. Uh, I always said, you know, it's sometimes I'm really tired. You know, sometimes I'm losing weight, and it's my body cannot listen to me. I'm tired. You no, know, but I wake up in the morning at 5 a.m. I go run, you know. I say, you know, sometimes I'm tired that I play with me, you know. I'm doing my best for God and I'm going to run best for him. Let's do my best for him. I, I, I cannot do, but, you know, for him I can do. And he's giving me strength. It, it's like my faith helped me a lot. Mm. But I think if you believe in you do the right thing. If you don't believe anything, like you don't have your faith in God, you don't believe anything. Like, but you do your best you can. And you be honest with you. You have discipline. It's no way you're gonna God not gonna bless you. Some mm. blessing gonna come for you because you're doing the good thing. You're gonna do the good way. And I believe the hard work and then you believe you're doing your best you can. Impossible do wrong. Impossible. Like you you're gonna the blessing gonna come. Maybe take long. Maybe you in the way you need to learn a lot. You know, maybe it's gonna happen a lot of things where you can be more strong. Because when you be on top you 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 already dead but you already have a lot of things in your back like you learn a lot and then you can be responsible and you can be bad, good for that, that place mm, thank you what's it like being a, a woman in a very i know women's mma is huge now but it wasn't always you're the only woman in the man's gym 
you're the, for many years, a woman in a man's sport. What's that been like? You know, it's a big responsible you be that place, you know, it's uh, you have to do the right thing because people are going to watch you. People would like be like you. You know, I think you you have big responsible. And then always one thing, I'll never just think about me. You know, I'm just selfish. Okay, I want to be belt, I want to be champion. No, I always try to do better I can for Spumas MMA sport. You know, like, okay, I'm fighting for having my division. Um, I, I, I fight for having more girls in my division. I fight for equal rights for the girls. I know it's how hard the one sport is coming for men, for mm. the beer girls, you know, for the fight, for the have a girls fight. And Ray! Sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> my cat just run away. And then, and then, you know, it's, it's, um, I just think you have to do, to, to, to do, to do the best you can, you know, because people watch you. And, but you know, when you love what you do and you have a pleasure in what you do, it's, it's a fun. Mm. It's a fun, you know? It's nice. It's nice when you walk to the street, my fans talk to me, some fans cry, get emotion, crying for hug you. And then this is special. This mm. is more important than anything. You know, I always said, you know, it's nice to be champion of the world, but it's nice to be the people's champion because you're going to be in the heart. With belt or no belt, people are going to remind you of the things you do. And I like to do the missionary thing. I like to help kids in Brazil. I like, I like, I like to help people around me too. You know, it's, it's more important to be the champion mm. you, because the, I say me, I'm doing the, I have a shirt, pink belt fitness. Yeah, I it's can one see camp it. I do for the girls. It's one camp I do for the girls for help then. And I can share my life with them and how I get to be the fighter, how they can be the best award. Like how every is show them is not easy because some people think you don't know you, you mean it. Ever, but some people will li- meet me and say, no, Chris, you're really nice. I say, well, how do you think I am? Do you think I am like a fighter? You know, you know, you know it's, of course I'm nice. And it is cool because I can share and then I think you can meet people with some, some girls that have a hard time in their lives and they just give strength for them, you know, give hope for them. And this is the special thing. I, I, I love to work with people and then, you know, then tell them that you can, you know, you can because if I can, you can. And, and, and this is the most nice. Could you tell us about the highest and lowest moments in your career? Let's start with the lowest and get that out of the way. So do you have a low moment and how did you get through that low moment? I know I think I have a hard time uh, when I have my doping time, you know, when they fall doping. And I believe if people are not supposed to believe, you know, you, I learn, I learn a lot. I don't say like, I, you know, it's, uh, I don't feel guilty to what I did. Like, I, you know, but I feel like I learned a lot of things. You know, I think everything happened bad. The good thing in your life is getting, make you better fighter, a better human, you know, mm. and then I think I learned a lot of things. And the time it happened is, you know, it's hard because you have to, you have to talk your mistake. You know, you know, you cannot compl- tell, ah, it's fault, it's fault somebody, somebody. No, no. It, you need to, you need to be, that's, you need to be girl, big girl, you know, and then do, say what you did, you know. I know a lot of things have evolved this, but I just take myself. I just say, no, you know, I did it wrong, you know, but I, I want to be exempt for other fighters, other, other people, other athletes don't do the same. Mm. You know, be, because you can watch it be example for not do the do bad way. And 
But this is, I think, is the hard time for me in my career. But but I learned a lot. I learned who's my friend. I learned who's with me in the good, bad times. Like when you lost. When you lost, too, is nice nice position, too, because sometimes you didn't see who's your friend. Mm. But when you lost, when you're the champion, you can see who's with you, yeah. you know? And I already had this in my in my career, and then when the stopping time, and then I already did the cleanup that time, and I learned that time, you know, and then I have any problems about loss, I just have the real friends around me, you know, and then with me because they love me as a person, not just because uh, I'm the champion, because I'm the 13 years of the field. It is the more, this is the nice thing. And then what's the best moment in your career? Uh, the best thing in my career, I think, you know, uh, the best thing in my career, I feel like uh, the people, the people see me and they see what I did for women's MMA. This is nice because I always don't think just about me. Like I said, I always think about growing the women's MMA. I was never thinking you're gonna be a UFC fighter one day. Uh, and I think, I think it, this is show how's growing the, the sport. And this is the my, my the dream I have in my heart. You know, uh, I want the sport growing, getting big. And not just think about myself. And this is the most important for me. People can see Muslim MMA and can see what I did for, for, for the sport getting better. Do you have any future fight plans that you can share with us? Um, you know, I, I, I don't know who, when they're going to fight next, but I asked for my, my manager for rematch, you know, Amanda Nunes. And let's see what's going to happen. But, you know, I asked for rematch. I think it's deserved. I stayed 13 years in the field. And I think, you know, uh, Let's see, but I, the first thing I ask for me match and see what's gonna see gonna happen and wait. Mm. How long do you have any plan of how long you're gonna carry on fighting for? Um, you know, I think the first, I think it probably May, April, uh, May. I think is it's supposed to be my my fight, but I don't know. I don't know. The, uh, my manager gonna meet him with UFC and see who the best the best mm. gonna be. And I leave in his hand. I don't have anything for now. But then, how many years do you plan carrying on uh, in the sport? Uh, you know, I don't have any bad injury. You know, I, I, I think three, five years I can continue fight. Um, of course, I have, a, I want to have one kid. <laughs> but you know, the three, I think three or five years, like, I, I mean, I'm good. I feel great, and I, th I think this, this years I can do nice for the sport and for myself. And then, do you have yet any plans when you've retired from MMA? What you want to do with the rest of your life? Um, you know, I want to continue working with the girls, Pink Bell Fitness. Uh, I want to continue doing my work, missionary work, go to the church and share the gospel, share share my life for them, uh, help sell, save save people, you know, from bad bad times. And you know, and then I I I, I for sure I went back to study. Um, but I still looking for what I'm gonna do. I want to get in better my speech, like for talk with people, a lot of people, and invest in myself for this. And let's see. But I don't think yet about this because I don't think for retire. But I have a couple of thoughts. Sure, love it. Thank you. Um, so just about a few more very quick questions, and then we're good. So, um, what's the best advice you ever got given? Uh, the best advice I think you're okay. You, Everything you think you you have in your heart, but you think it's impossible, it's possible. Mm. Like because if impossible, it's not gonna be in your heart. I don't think. It, I think when you feel my heart, okay, you're gonna do this. And if you put your hundred percent and do you feel your heart, 
is, is for sure is going to be right. It's going to happen, you know, and you just have to believe, you know, believe and do your best again. And then there's nothing possible if you believe it. Have you ever been given any really bad advice or what's the worst advice you ever got? You know, I think you don't let people, don't let people put you down and don't mm. let people bully you. Uh, use the bully for getting you better. I know it's hard, but you know, I learned. I learned it before getting me upset and people talk a lot of things about me in the comments and in Instagram before it make me sad. But you know, you don't know. Sometimes it's a kid six years old. Listen, your dad say something, go over daddy talk something. Why are you gonna be upset about somebody don't know what he don't know what's life me, you know? Mm. Because it's young, six years old. And I think it, sometimes you can read and say, No, I think I need to get in bed with this with this thing too. I think this guy right. Sometimes I answer the people and then talk bad things for me, then say I'm sorry. Because they feel bad. Mm. You know, and then they, I don't I don't answer me. I answer nice. Because the people think like when you go mean, you have to be mean. No. Somebody mean if you say something, try to be nice. The guy is going to be feel so bad, the better you say be mean. You know, and and then it's just to be like, we use it like a challenge. Mm. If you know, you know, say something for you, if it's not like this, just 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 go, go this way, you get out the other way. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like your kids do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there anything in the world that you really want to change? Something that's wrong in the world that you really want to make a difference about? You know, I'm trying to do my best. You know, I, I, I'm mother, godmother in one hospital in Brazil for kids have cancer. And, wow. and I, help, I help them. I leave my first belt there with them because they're the real champion. They wow. fight every day for their lives. Mm. And in the little bit, I try, you know, put the hope in their hearts. It's really hard. And, you know, first thing I, I and I tell everybody, you know, if you if you one thing you can do nice, you go to the hospital, visit people, kids with cancer, because you think you're gonna help them, but you help yourself mm. because you go talk to them, then then shine, then 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 have amazing amazing soul, and then you change, you give you change your life, you give you value for things. It's 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 amazing the life you you don't know mm. and you know i i think maybe changing people's hearts you know then make it then 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 feel pressure for for next year's next people your society you know it's be less selfish and help each other i think it, this is can make change the world you know mm. i think change it no more love for for everyone so i was watching one of your interviews and you said something that i really liked um you said before I was just crazy in the octagon, and now <laughs> I am learning. So what could you teach the younger you? So when you were 19, first fight, what could you now teach the younger you? You know, I think the first thing is because experience. You know, you, you're doing this a lot. It's a take your time. I think take your time. and and. Sometimes uh, uh, before the fight, I feel like relax. It's like not the same. I say, man, something wrong with me, <laughs> you know. But you know, I think you you getting experience, and and then if you train a lot and you do your best you can, you know, you believe your coaches, you believe in people around you. You cannot be you cannot be nervous in the fight. You're gonna be you're gonna be okay, you know. Okay, lost. Maybe you can lost, but maybe you know maybe you're gonna win. 
But I think when you use the emotion, it's no good. Mm. And I try not to be angry. I never angry for my opponents. You know, my opponents can say whatever they want for me. I don't hold grudges for them because this is make you do mistake. When you do things and when you don't think you do mistake. Like this fight, I was no anger anything about Manda, but I used the emotion. And um, I I back to the first fight. I back to style the first fight. Look like no I, amateur, no experience. But you know, it's 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 a suffering. Sometimes you can be lucky, but when you fronted ever front somebody and you both throw fire, somebody gonna fall. Mm. And this happened this time is I fall. Mm. You know, I fall. And then and I think like you just you know try you know, use the emotion you know and I think I think think more I think it's the best thing to do and because it's, you're not gonna be you don't want to be lucky you know you want to be the right thing you know yeah. just stay just think like this but the experience you're gonna show this mm. you know experience and the train yeah thank you so where can we find out more about maybe your um, brand that you have on your T-shirt where can we follow you and the things you're doing. You know, you can follow me on my Instagram, Chris Cyborg, or you can go on the Pink Belt Fitness Instagram. You go on my website, chriscyborg.com. You can find anything. You find the next Pink Belt. You're going to be on Valentine's Day. You're going to be other one in April. And it's time you're going to be with me. Two days with me. We train together. We chill. We talk. You know, I share my experience. And it's very fun. It's very fun only for girls. And it's very fun to be together and it's nice. If you want to know more, just go on my website, my Instagram. Chris, I think you're amazing. I think you're doing amazing things. Thank you for taking the time for the interview. Thank you. Ah, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I, I love talking to my fans and they know a little bit more about me. Thank you. Take care. Take care.